Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Listen to This. A podcast that brings you the stories behind the songs and artists. With a theme to tie it all together. Here's your host, Eric Leckie. Welcome to Listen to This, Season 3. This is your favorite little podcast dedicating to bringing you stories behind the artists, behind the songs, and hopefully we're introducing you to old songs that have influenced the music that you hear today. The goal is we want you to hear an artist or a song from an artist that you normally don't listen to and definitely don't hear on the radio, and we want you to search out that music and stream it, maybe even buy it on vinyl. Hell, buy it on CD if you're really feeling... uh, wacky. We invite you to please subscribe, definitely comment, and for the love of God, please recommend this podcast to a friend. Every episode has a theme, and today's is beginning, middle, and end. So we watch them grow, so we reap the harvest, that's how we You have all heard the saying, everybody has got to start somewhere. And of course, there is the every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. But my favorite quote is actually about the middle. Beginnings are scary, endings are unexpected, and it is the middle that counts the most. Every song, like every story, starts with a blank page. Jimmy Cliff led us off with, it's the beginning of an end. From 1980, a song that mentions the start and the end. But we will also explore the middle on today's episode. So let's get started with this Anita O'Day, oddly enough, a song called I Can't Get Started. I've flown around the world in a plane. I've settled revolutions in space. And the North Pole I have charted Can't get started with you Can't Get Started is a song off Anita's 1956 album. This is Anita, quite a novel name. 
Anita was apparently not a singer if you asked her. She calls herself a song stylist, widely admired for her sense of rhythm and dynamics and her early big band appearances that shattered the traditional image of the girl singer. Refusing to pander to any female stereotype, O'Day presented herself as a hip jazz musician wearing a band jacket and skirt as opposed to an evening gown. She changed her surname from Colton to O'Day, pig Latin for dough, slang for money. I'm going down the road and stop it just for me. I'm going to tell Fanny what I heard her boyfriend said, don't start me talking. I'll tell her everything I know. I'm going to break up this signal fine because somebody's got to go. Jackie's wife, two dollars, ground town. Gets out on the streets And old George stops him Waiting out the down Back in the eye And she gets back home And tell her husband a lie Don't start me to talking I'll tell everything I know I'm gonna break off this signal fine Somebody got to go Dylan and maybe the Beach Boys, I have played Sonny Boy Williamson the most on this podcast, either him or Robert Johnson. This song from Sonny Boy Williamson was a live version of the song, Don't Start Me Talkin'. It was Williamson's first single, recorded for Checker Records, and reached number three in the Billboard R&B charts in 1955. Muddy Waters is playing the second guitar in this recording, and to loop in a Bob Dylan reference, as we always like to do, Bob Dylan performed the song on The David Letterman Show in 1984. Up next, we have the band that brought you the song Center Field, which is kind of like the middle, but I instead chose this song from them, which is about getting started rather than starting all over again. song in because it was ready to play by Jay Giles Band. And now we must play the most important artist of the last 50 years, I say tongue in cheek. And to prove my point, here is a true fact. 
Okay? Only four artists have had a top 40 hit in each of the last four decades. Can you name them? Go ahead, pause the podcast if you leave. You know, don't don't go anywhere. Don't don't uh, uh, decide it's time to cook dinner and, and go elsewhere. I mean, just pause it if you want to. Four artists, top 40 hits in the last four decades. I'll give you the answer. Ready? It's Madonna, U2, Michael Jackson, and this next artist. And the answer will 100% surprise you. Here it goes. A long, long time ago, in a galaxy far away, Naboo was under an attack. And I thought me and Qui-Gon Jinn could talk the Federation into maybe cutting them a little slack. But their response, it didn't thrill us. They locked the doors and tried to kill us. We escaped from that gas. The Met Jar Jar and Boss Mass. We took a bongo from the scene and we went to feed to see the Queen. We all wound up on tattooing. That's where we found this boy. Oh my, my, this here Anakin guy. Maybe Vader someday later, now he's just a small fry. He left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Did you know this junkyard slave isn't even old enough to shave But he can use the force they say Fourteen, yeah, he's probably gonna marry her someday. Well, I know he built C-3PO, and I've heard how fast his pod can go. And we were broke, it's true. So we made a wager or two. He was a prepubescent flying ace, and the minute Java started off that race, so happy that I got to play Weird Al Yankovic on this podcast. And of course, that was him with his Star Wars parody of Don McLean's American Pie called The Saga Begins. It's all about Star Wars. And you might think I am joking when I speak of the wonders that is Weird Al, but I am not. A true crossover artist with the ability to cross over racial boundaries, age gaps, and to be beloved for this long is really not that easy to do. He's also a really great live act to see and tons of fun. I guarantee that when you hear the original American Pie version from Don McLean, you'll be thinking of the Weird Al lyrics. It's how it works. Trust me. I have been asked the question, do I really believe Weird Al is influential? 
Every want-to-be YouTube star or kid who thinks he's funny and sings different lyrics to songs will confirm that Weird Al is not only influential, but everyone thinks that they can do it as good as he can. But now that the stars are in your eyes, I'm beginning to see the light. I never really went for afterglow or candlelight on the mistletoe. But now when you turn all the lights down low, I'm beginning to see the light. Used to ramble through the park, shadow boxing in the dark. Then you came and called saying beginning to see the light which you heard first but i like the light and easy softer side of the peggy lee version which i played you it was originally written by duke ellington the second instrumental was a song i hope you recognize it has been used in many movies and commercials and is considered a big band standard that was Artie shaw with begin the begin originally written by cole porter you see, after signing a new recording contract with RCA Records, Shaw chose Begin the Begin to be the first of six tunes he would record with his 14-piece band at this, his first recording session with RCA. Until then, Shaw's band has been having a tough time finding an identity and maintaining its existence without having had any popular hits of significance up until that point. A self-proclaimed very difficult man, Shaw was married eight times. Two marriages were annulled, the others ended in divorce. He had a way of reeling in the hotties of his day. His marriages included actress Lana Turner, look her up if you don't know what she looks like, actress Ava Gardner. Both Lana Turner and Ava Gardner later described Shaw as being extremely emotionally abusive to them. His controlling nature and incessant verbal abuse drove Turner to have a nervous breakdown soon after which she divorced him. In 1940, before eloping with Lana Turner, Shaw briefly dated actress Betty Grable and Judy Garland and had an affair with Lena Horne.
social distortion from Fullerton, California with When She Begins. The song is about a woman of questionable morals meeting the protagonist on the streets. That woman put a spell on me, but if you start me, start me, start me, you can't stop me, stop me, stop me. When she begins to rock, honey, I begin to roll. Since its inception in 1978, the band lineup has been virtually a revolving door of talent with many members coming and going, but Mike Ness has been the only constant member. After 42 years of performing, Social Distortion continues to tour and record music, except for they only seem to put out an album about once a decade. of dreams also known as in the middle of the night this is a song where the singer introduces everyone in the band commonly referred to as a call-out song this song is quite the braggadocious song as the singer basically says the crown is here for me even on the album cover the lead singer joel stands in the middle of the photo let me tell you about the man friends from miles around. They didn't come for the rhythm. They didn't come for the beat. The people of the town came just to stand around and see the singer looking sweet. Mike Hunt plays the drums, yeah. Just a pretty face They didn't come for the rhythm They didn't come for the beat The people of the town came just to stand around And see the singer looking sweet They couldn't have
wants to be a star Town in any clan where people like a rockin' time and stay awake for day and night till everybody's feeling good and right. A diamond mill, ten suits of clothes to dress to kill. Oh boy, I love it when I play some Ray Charles, and that was him second with Smack Dab in the Middle. Sometimes you play a song for just one reason. This song has a lot going for it. It was a swinging arrangement done by Benny Carter. The Ray Letts, his background singer, sound great on it, and Ray sings his ass off. But the reason I like this record, it's got the best recorded finger snaps I've ever heard. Manfred Mann before that with The One in the Middle. Manfred Mann were an English rock band formed in London, short-lived, only lasting from about 1962 to somewhere around 1969. The group were named after their keyboardist, Manfred Mann, who later led the successful 1970 group Manfred Mann's Earth Band. The band had two different lead vocalists, Paul Jones from 62 to 66 and Mike Diabio from 66 to 69. The group were regularly on the UK charts in the 60s. Three of the band's most successful singles, Doo-Wah Diddy, which will appear in another episode, Pretty Flamingo, and Mighty Quinn, which to tie our number one artist into another, another song here, Mighty Quinn was written by Bob Dylan and given to Manfred Mann literally as just like a present from Bob Dylan. I'm in the middle of a heartache Half out, half in Not quite out of love with you Not too much in love with him I'm in the middle of a heartbreak Halfway, half blue can't give all my love to him when I'm still in love with you. Wanda Jackson with In the Middle of a Heartache. She's known as a rockabilly singer, but she doesn't get enough credit for singing straight up country, and she deserves it too. Wanda Jackson got proposed to by Elvis Presley. She told him, there's no way I'm marrying you because you're just going to sleep around on me, but I'm keeping the ring. And Elvis said, okay, go ahead. She is the only person to ever turn down Elvis Presley for marriage. I'm standing in the middle of life with my pants behind me. I got a smile for everyone I meet. As long as you don't tie dragging my bed. Dropping the bomb on my street Come on, baby Get in the road Come on now In the middle of the road, yeah In the middle of the road 
time I hear it. That was the Pretenders with Middle of the Road, and Chrissy Hine is the perfect singer for that song. She stated that the song is about, quote, getting it out there and mixing it up with the world. The song's lyrics include observations about the difference between wealth and poverty that Hind has observed. The lyrics also refer to autobiographical details. Jimmy Rivard and his Oklahoma Playboys with At the End of the Lane. I don't know much about Jimmy Rivard and his Oklahoma Playboys, but that was their song, and that's all I know about them. And now I'm playing a song just for my dad. guys are the greatest band of all time and that was of course metallica with the frayed end of sanity from their end justice for all album and justice for all is the fourth studio album by the band released on september 7th 1988 via electra records this was the last album that featured songwriting contributions from cliff burton and was the first to feature contributions from his replacement jason newstead following the fatal bus accident on september 27th of 86 However, you can tell that they don't yet trust 
Newstead on the bass. At the instruction of Hetfield and Ulrich, Newstead's bass guitar was made almost inaudible. According to Rasmussen, who was the producer, after Lars and James heard their initial mixes, the first thing they said was, take the bass down so low you could just hear it, and then once you've done that, take it down a little bit further. I have no idea why they wanted that, but it was totally out of my hands, says the producer. Thompson with The End of the Rainbow. Thompson first gained prominence in the late 60s as lead guitarist and songwriter for the folk rock group Fairport Convention, which he had co-founded in 67. After departing the group in 71, Thompson released his debut solo album, Henry the Human Fly, in 72. I love album names in the 70s. The new year found him forming a duo with his then-wife, Linda Thompson, and they produced six albums together. A clever guitar player, Thompson makes use of the pick and fingers techniques, sometimes referred to as hybrid picking, where he plays bass notes and rhythm notes with a pick in between his first finger and his thumb. He adds melody and punctuation by plucking the treble strings with his fingers. He also makes use of pretty different guitar tunings. Coming and spilling juice over me Odds and ends Odds and ends Lost time is not found again Ah, you take your file and you bend my head I never can remember anything that you said You promised you loved me, but what do I know? You're spilling juice on me like you got no place to go Someone else, while you're doing it, 
introduced yourself. out of the scrap heaps for my Bob Dylan song and I wanted to play you this one because no one ever hears this song. This is from his Basement Tape albums. Never officially released but he does play it in concert quite a bit. It's a fun little song, Odds and Ends, and now we need to play some Buddy Guy. Buddy called This Is The End. He also had a song called This Is The Beginning. I guess I could have done either one for this episode. And a lot of artists have done the same thing. This song is done about the end of a relationship. Oh yes, when you start to get a little lonesome, baby, I want you to fall on your knees and say a prayer too, because I'm going to find me someone else and give all this loving I had for you. And now two songs with the same name yet radically different meanings and radically different styles. self 
one was from Skeeter Davis called It's the End of the World. And song number two was from R.E.M. called It's the End of the World. And of course, we all sing the rest of it and say, as we know it, and I feel fine. Skeeter Davis was an American country music singer who sang crossover pop music songs, including the song you just heard from 1962, It's the End of the World. She started out as part of the Davis Sisters as a teenager in the late 40s. One of the first women to achieve major, major stardom in country music field as a solo vocalist, she was acknowledged to influence people like Tammy Wynette and Dolly Parton. Alert! Alert! I'm going to play another song from Bob Dylan! So hold on. But well, to be fair, this is Dylan, Tom Petty, Jeff Lynne, George Harrison, Roy Orbison. This is the Traveling Wilburys with The End of the Line.
for our final song as we close here. I can choose any song with beginning, middle, or end for this final song, and I'm going to choose what, in my opinion, is the best one-hit wonder song of all time, and that category will be a category for next season. This is Steeler's Wheel, and they were a British folk rock band formed in 1972 in Paisley, Scotland, by former school friends Joe Egan and Jerry Rafferty. The band broke up in 75 and reformed briefly in 2008 for a I Gotta Pay the Mortgage Tour, as I like to call it. The band Steeler's Wheel, with our final song, of course you can figure what it is because they only had one hit. It is Stuck in the Middle with You. This song is fabulous. Also known simply as Stuck in the Middle, the Steeler's Wheel classic was co-written by the group's guitarist Jerry Rafferty and keyboard player Joe Egan, the founders of the band. The song is written as a parody of Bob Dylan's paranoia about being the ultimate genius of music. It ridiculed a music industry cocktail party with the lyrics, clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right, here I am stuck in the middle with you. To Rafferty's utter disbelief, his parody, composed as little more than a joke with a catchy pop arrangement, struck gold, selling more than a million copies. The song reached a new generation of listeners when Quentin Tarantino used it in the notorious ear-slicing scene in his 1992 movie Reservoir Dogs. This song should totally be turned up. It's fabulous. Poppy or not, it's a fun song and you need to crank it up to 11. We will talk to you next week. Have a good week.
Thank you for listening to Listen to This. Please recommend to a friend and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. For more podcasts and online content, please visit thisisfunner.com.